Hey everybody, just a brief intro before we get into the episode. I just want to let you guys know I'm on Spotify. Just search K-pop, FOMO Daily, or Danny's K-pop Podcast there to find me. Now, on to the episode. What's up everybody and thank you for joining me. For another episode of Danny's K-Pop Podcast. Episode 10. I made it to double digits. Now, following last holiday weekend's little venture to Vegas, I realized once again that I am truly a homebody. Pretty much the whole week I was just enjoying goofing around with the kids at home. The new thing Christian is into now is dominoes for some reason so a lot of my time was spent setting up dominoes throughout the house now excluding dropping and picking up Christian from school I only left the house twice once to golf and the other time was of course something I've been looking forward to which was to watch Young's concert here in LA I did have a chance to see him a little while back in Korea when he was hard at work on the album and it was then that I found out that he was going to have a show here in LA. So I've been looking forward to it for a while. It was also an extra special night because I got to have a night out with wifey, which we have not had in a while. Plus. She is a Taehyung fan. Who can blame her? She has met him multiple times and has seen him in concert in Korea. But just like me, I don't think you could ever get sick of seeing him rock that stage. When I see him up there, I can't help but smile. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. That man loves performing. And no doubt, you can see that that's what he was meant to do. It was great seeing Taeyang do his thing, but I was also so happy to once again see my little brother, Youngbae, afterwards. Including some of the fam from back in the day, like his stylist, who first started at YG as one-time stylist, and she is one of the best. Now, I first met Youngbae when he was around 12. And after all these years straight up, he has worked his butt off. He is one of the truly good guys in the biz. So, you the man, Youngbae. Which reminds me on that note, I want to give a shout out to my big brother John and wish him a happy birthday. Love you, bro. Now, let's get on with the episode and the first question of the day, which comes from our hotline. Hey, Danny, it's Jared from Arizona. I was just wondering, who are some of the unsung heroes at YG? And what role do they play in making sure that the company runs like it's supposed to? Hey, thanks so much for the podcast. Look forward to hearing it. 
What's up, Jared from Arizona? Thanks for the call and the question. Who are some of the unsung heroes at YG and what roles do they play in making sure that the company runs like it's supposed to? Well, Jared, there are many unsung heroes and it is going to sound political, but it's true. Everyone does play a part in the success of the company every single step of the way. I mean, it's a huge company. There are so many important parts. But from my own personal experience as an artist, I would say one of them most definitely are the ones in A&R, which means artist and repertoire. And it's the division of the record label that is responsible for talent scouting and the development of the artist and to cultivate the talent. Of course, in the beginning, there's vocal coaches, um, choreographers, producers, mentors. But this team is basically in charge of taking care of the trainees through everything in this whole process. They don't only see to their schedule, but they're also there for the hard times and moral support, which I truly believe is extremely important. Now, most of the time in the beginning, this team is the only one around the trainees that's talking to them and just being with them most of the time. And during these times, most of the trainees are away from family. And in my case, far away from family. And so even when I do talk to my family, I would usually tell them that everything is okay because I did not want them to worry. And so the only true ones I could open up to were the people in A&R because they were there with me through every step and they knew exactly what I was going through. And so in a sense, they also take on the parenting role during this part of their lives. Most of the time through our lives, in the beginning, we are the most fragile. And so it's then that we need the most help and support, just like a little baby taking its first steps, until we are strong enough to walk on our own and run. And they play that role, which I think is huge. And sometimes I think it's even bigger than maybe they or even the artists actually realize. So again, there are so many unsung heroes in the business, but one of them most definitely, in my opinion, are the ones in A&R. Thanks again, Jared, for the question and call. On to the next one, which comes to us from iTunes. This one comes from One Timer. Hey, Danny, thanks for the podcast. It always cheers me up to hear your voice. I was just wondering, what were some of your favorite collaborations from your days as an artist? Also, what artist from the present time would you want to collaborate with if One Time was still active? Uh, thank you so much for hitting me up with your question and also based on your ID, your love and support. Honestly, back in the day, we really didn't do that many collaborations outside of YG itself. But I do want to say I did enjoy the ones we did with family. In those days in Korea, it was something that was kind of new to the market. During the first YG family album, 
just to have our big brothers, Jinushan, also another one of our brothers who was mostly behind the scenes at the time, Perry, and then the boss himself, YG, together with us on stage performing is something I'll never forget. Then during the second family album, to be out there with a whole new generation of the family, where we weren't the youngest ones anymore, was a great experience as well. I also remember being there when YG himself got that tattoo on his arm, YG family. And I don't have a YG family tattoo, but those times will always be an important time in my life. And so just like a tattoo, they are etched in me forever. Now to answer your second question, what artists from the present time would I want to collaborate with? Straight up, there's a lot. Mostly because of my curiosity on what kind of music will come out of it. Now one on the list for me though is Card. Seeing them and meeting them when they came through to KCON this year, they did stick out for me. Back in the day, there were so many more groups that had male and female, but not so much these days. And I almost didn't even realize it until seeing them on stage. They weren't just good, but for me, a breath of fresh air and something I would like to see more of. So once again, my favorite collabs back in the day were the ones with FAM and would love to collaborate with many artists today, one of them being Card. Thank you once again, one-timer, not just for your name and your question, but for your love and support. Now, this next question comes from Twitter. This one comes from Emo Horse. Hi, Danny. I was wondering if you've seen the Produce 101 audition of the Kconic trainees performing your debut song. Their look and sound really stood out for me from the other contestants. But when they finished, the judges asked them to freestyle a more feminine dance and it made them feel very uncomfortable. I've noticed a huge trend in cute concepts and a lack of girl groups in the hip hop slash rap genre. Girl groups with edgier concepts also usually have more international popularity compared to their popularity in Korea. What's your opinion on Korea's reaction to groups that don't necessarily follow the norm of K-pop trends? I personally love all girl groups, but it would be a nice change to have more that don't fit into the cute image. Thanks for the podcast. I've been listening to it on the bus on my way to school. Thank you, Emo Horse, for hitting me up and your question. Now, unfortunately, Produce 101 is not on the list of shows my kids watch, and so I have not been able to keep up with it that well. But of course, since they did do our song, someone showed me the clip. And for me, I thought it was nice watching four females do our song and put a new spin on it and think that they did a very good job on a very, very, very old song. Now my opinion on Korea's reaction to groups that don't follow the norm or trend is, I do wish they were more open, but I do get it that they're not. 
Now, I don't think that anyone is deliberately against being open, but like most things, anything away from the norm takes some time for people to understand. And usually the ones who take the first steps to a different place, it's not the easiest road. The ones who lay down the foundation have to pave the road, as they say, for there to be a road for others to follow. In our case, in no way or form will we the first hip-hop group to come out. But yes, at that time, the road was still not that smooth. There were still many more obstacles that had to be overcome. We also were aware of this, and so it is one of the things and reasons why we took an approach that was more of a balanced one. At that time, there were hip-hop heads, of course, and a lot of them would say that we were just commercial hip-hop. And you know what? They weren't wrong. But what they didn't understand was that we were trying to be what they call commercial on purpose so that one day we wouldn't have to be as much. Now, believe me, I wished it was where it is today. I'm sure things still wouldn't have been easy, but at least we wouldn't have had to think about the acceptance of the genre itself. Now, I think most definitely the girls that were on the show and anybody trying to go into this business should stick to what they believe in and what they want to do but they also have to know what they are getting into. Now, especially if you're on a competition show, they should have at least thought that there was a possibility that they would be asked to come out of their comfort zone because that's what they do on those shows. And sorry to say, but in this business and life for that matter, there are a lot of times when you can't just do whatever you want to do. So once again, I do wish we were just more naturally and easily open to new things. But I also realize that a lot of us just aren't wired that way, me included. Thanks again, Emo Horse, for writing in. Now it's time for Rapid Fire Instagram. This first one comes from Kazeshini01. Sorry if I get your names wrong, but yeah. Anyways, the question was, do you still remember the lyrics of one-time songs? And if given the chance, would you perform in Korea again? Some, yes. But most, no, I do not remember. I have to look at the lyrics. Perform in Korea again? Given the chance? I would love to. Next, Nasli Lucky 7 says, could you please tell us some infos about 7, which we don't know? like about his personality. It can be anything you want. Just share your ideas about him with us, please. Please. I love that kid. That's me, by the way. I love that kid. No matter where he's at or what he's doing, when I hit him up, he always responds right back. And it's been that way from day one. 
Also, on a different note, he's an amazing singer with perfect pitch. And it pisses me off sometimes. Next one, R-I-N-O-T says, What's up, Danny? First of all, thanks for doing this podcast. I'm enjoying it every week. I have many questions, but let me start with these. As a Christian, do you sometimes feel like you have or had to support or do something against your beliefs being in the entertainment industry? Second, I know Perry used to be a producer at YG, and I feel like he's always been on the down low. But what happened to him? What's he doing nowadays? Were you close to him? All right. Now, the industry sometimes, I think, just magnifies your faults. Now, I have made many mistakes in my life, but I honestly believe I would have made many more if it wasn't for my faith. But ultimately, the choice was mine. And so, I don't blame the industry for anything. Perry is straight up one of the most talented people I have ever met. A producer, writer, singer, rapper, dancer. And he was awesome at all of those things. I am not 100% sure what he's up to at the moment. But thank you for helping me realize that. And hopefully I will be able to hit him up and reconnect with him soon. Again, I want to thank you guys all for listening. Now, if you want to ask a question, call the hotline or leave a review at iTunes or hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. Also, check us out on Spotify. It's the perfect place to listen to all your favorite K-pop music and now podcasts. Before I go, I want to send my thoughts and prayers to all those affected by Hurricane Irma and also the devastating earthquake that hit Mexico. I hope that somehow, some way, you may find the strength to get through this rebuilding process and I pray with all my heart for a better and brighter tomorrow for you all. I'm out. One.